So Portland's flailing Mayor Ted Wheeler has a new idea. Bring in ex-cons who have served decades in prison after being convicted of serious crimes, which can include murder, drug dealing, etc. He wants them to patrol the city's troubled streets. We're talking about urban alchemy coming in. They're from San Fran. They're going to come into Portland. I'm sure this is going to go well. Grab that popcorn because this is going to be a good one. This is going to be that train wreck of, oh, hey, now, didn't see. Oh, yeah, we did see this one coming. Let's get into it. Here we go. This storyline's been around for a while. If if this actually happens, which it looks like it will, I think Portland's going to pay millions to the San Fran company. San Fran company has had, you know, they've had their employees investigated for assault, murder, dealing drugs to the people that they're supposed to be, you know, helping and dealing with. But when you hire a bunch of ex-cons to patrol Portland, this is what you get. It's like, what were you thinking? It's kind of like all of these, it's like all these sanctuary city mayors going, bring them all in, bring in your illegal immigrants, send them to us, we're a sanctuary city, it's going to be great. And then they look at their budget and go, holy cow, we're going to be out of money soon. This is draining our budgets. Now, by sanctuary city, we want to change that definition just a little bit. Right? You got, you got Mayor Eric in New York City going, it's going to destroy the city. He's just whining about that. It's like, but this is what you wanted. This is what you chose. Portland is choosing to hire ex-cons to patrol its streets because that's going to work out well. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could. In what world does this make any sense whatsoever? Mayor Ted wants to con- contract with the San Francisco-based nonprofit Urban Alchemy that hires formerly incarcerated convicts to patrol troubled areas to address street-level issues rooted in addiction, mental illness, and homelessness. All right. Let's just, before we go any further, let's just talk about that for just a scooch. All right, you got guys that have spent years in prison convicted of this very stuff, probably drug-related. You know, they're they're in jail for something, right? And then they come out, and they're going to get a job. And the the reasoning is as well. They're the best. They're the most aptly equipped to deal with addiction, mental illness, and homelessness. So the plan for Urban Alchemy to deploy outreach patrols in the city center where Portland police have struggled to maintain patrols because we don't have enough cops. There aren't enough cops to go around. So you're going to hire some convicted felons to to come up and I'm sure this is going to go well. I mean, they convicted felons have a lot of respect for authority, right? They spent years and years in jail and prison becoming better convicted felons because that's what you do. You go to prison to, you know, round out your skill set. Well, I'm in here for this crime, but let's talk about this crime. That's all they got to talk about, right? What else are you going to say? Hey, have you seen Meghan Merkel lately? (laughs) We want to make sure that, that, that the presence, the things that we need in place to keep downtown Portland on the path to recovery is there 24-7, said John Isaacs, the Portland Metro Chamber's Assistant Director for Public Affairs. So this is where, this is where reality 
meets the road and it does not work out well. This will not work out well. These folks will not mesh well with existing police because they've already, they've, they've, they're convicted felons. They do not respect authority. Now, when people say, I don't care. We need to give everybody a chance just because they're convicted felon does. It's like allowing a pedophile to run a preschool, right? Everybody's got to have their chance. It's okay. The children, they just know when to say no, don't they? Kids six years old. They don't know. So you're going to have a pedophile run a preschool? Probably not. But that's literally what you're doing here in the city of Portland. This is a genius idea. Hey, if you want to hire some folks that are you know private security, I'm down with that. If you want to fire uh, hire folks that have anything other than a background of crime, that that is the common thread. I'm okay with that. Some social workers, I'm okay with that. But this is exactly what you don't need running around the streets of Portland. Now we're told that these are all they're all, they've all been rehabbed and they're all good and they're good to go. And you know what? Folks coming out of jail, I want to see them get back into the community. I want to see them make something of their lives. But when you're putting them right back in the same environment that probably got them where they are, I don't think that is necessarily where they should be. It's kind of like putting an alcoholic in charge of bartending at a bar. You know what I mean? Hey, I want you to handle booze every single day of the week. I'm sure this will work out. You won't be tempted at all. Now, you're dealing with people who are already running drugs, already running stolen goods, already human trafficking. That's what people on the street are doing, right? So then you're going to have convicted felons that may have that in their own background in that environment. Yeah, this is, you see where I'm going with this. It doesn't, doesn't, yeah. Yeah, but that this is the, this is that whole, you know, divide from reality. Well, these are the people that can really help us out. No, no, they're not. They're just flat not. No. How about that? Just no. In April, <laughs> Urban Alchemy was awarded a five-year contract for up to $50 million to operate temporary congregate shelter sites in Portland. That's just going to go great. That's going to go. That's uh, This is just going to be awesome for me because I'm going to have podcasts for days. Sorry, Portland. You guys are going to take it in the rear end. I'm going to podcast about it. The new patrol idea is reminiscent of Curtis Lewa's Guardian Angels. I do remember the Guardian Angels. They were formed in the 1970s to patrol New York subways and street and combat crime and violence in the city. The group, unarmed but trained in karate and prepared to make citizens arrest, drew strong public reactions, both positive and negative. The New Yorker described the group as a civilian crime watch group whose recruits become street icons for patrolling scuzzy subway cars, intimidating chain snatchers, or cha- uh, chain snatchers, uh, that should be uh, purse snatchers, right? Chain snatchers, making the occasional citizens arrest and irritating the police. Okay, that's a description of uh, the guardian angels. What are the chances that urban alchemy will be another ill-advised fiasco for Portland? High. The odds? High. High probability. Another train wreck. Well, we we really thought this one was going to work out, but unfortunately, 
those three young men that lost their lives at the hand of the urban alchemy. I mean, this was just a happenstance that we didn't see coming, but we're probably going to discontinue this program as it doesn't seem to be working out. According to a story in The Nation, urban alchemy practitioners, and that's in quotes, or ambassadors, ambassadors of goodwill, they guard corners and patrol Market Street in San Francisco. They respond to emergency calls relating to homelessness and monitor tent encampments and shelters. Some wear sunglasses and balaclavas with their uniforms. Camouflage jacket emblazoned on the back with the group's all-seeing eye logo. In February, San Francisco elected Urban Alchemy to operate a community response team, a one-year, $2.75 million police alternative that would handle low-level calls about homelessness that come in via 911. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to provide some, an additional layer of public safety to the streets of Portland. This is exactly the wrong group, in my opinion, to handle that. Now, they're going to argue, well, these, these guys have all paid their dues to society. Okay, I go right back to the whole bar, the alcoholic, you know, being a bartender. That ain't going to work out well. Well, it just strengthens their ability to say no to the booze. Uh-huh. Until it doesn't, right? Until it doesn't. We should be excited, said Lana Miller, who has a PhD in psychology. Well, there's probably your first clue. PhD in psychology and co-founded UA in 2018, told the nation, you got long-term offenders who've done 30, 40 years in prison. And now they're going to be running the streets of San Francisco along with the police. <laughs> streets of Portland, sorry. Streets of San Francisco is an epic show, by the way. It just was. And one guy with the monotone voice. That guy was great. They're the alternatives to the police. And furthermore, the police and the police unions are with it. Are they? Portland, you're going to want to be Portland cop if you're a Portland police officer. You're going to want to be just side by side with Urban Alchemy. You know, they're doing their job and you're doing your job. I mean, you've gone through all kinds of training and you've gone through police school. You've gone through the academy and you've got experience and you've been in court. And, you, you know, you've been doing this for years and years and years. These guys have been in prison, don't have much in the way of training. They're literally convicted of the criminal activity that you've spent your entire career trying to push back on and save, you know, s save what little public safety is left of the, st of the streets of, of Portland. Are you, uh, are, are you on board with that? I can't imagine you are. If you are, tell me why, because this doesn't make a lot of sense, but not everybody is on board. Got to remember, it's the founder of Urban Alchemy, who basically comes up with this. Well, you, you got people that have done 30, 40 years, and they're just going to march right out of prison, and they're, they're going to really make addicts toe the line. Okay? Yeah, that's not typically how this works. But you know what? Again, I'm willing to give this a run, because this isn't Seattle. I'm willing to give this a run, because I believe I will have podcasts Literally for days, right? As Mara Math of San Francisco puts it, urban alchemy is not beloved here in San Francisco. Hey, now we're hurting. That's that's a that's a diss right there, right? Mm. Urban alchemy is not beloved here in San Francisco, and that's what I have read. I've read a fair number of reports. That you're like, oh yeah, maybe this isn't the best fit. Maybe it's not the best fit. Do you love that when people talk about, well, it just doesn't fit my lifestyle. You just don't like it. That's the deal.
Some criticize urban alchemy for policing public space, providing not compassionate care, but alternative policing. Well, in Portland's defense, they need an additional layer because they're, they're, they're short-staffed. Police are short-staffed. They cannot physically be in all the places that they need to be. It's just not happening. So this is what Mayor Ted's coming up with. All right. See how it goes. It sounds good on paper, Cooper Arona said, a street medic told the nation. It's a security force that can bully people into doing what they want. But it's okay because it's not the police. All right. So that's the angle. They're not cops, but they're thugs. They're, they're convicted felon thugs. All right. Yeah, hey, here's the new uh, public safety order. This is what we're going to be doing. Or a street sheet, a San Francisco street newspaper put it, urban alchemy is structured to manage public space, not to address homelessness. Ooh, okay. All right. So something sideways goes on, something squirrely happens. They're there to provide the beatdown. I don't really see it any other way. I'm sure this will go fine, though. I mean... Earlier this year, the San Francisco Chronicle reported that Urban Alchemy faced multiple lawsuits over sexual harassment. I can't understand why. Unpaid overtime and forcing people to move without cause. Uh-oh, do we have some overzealous new school guardian angels? Two employees were shot in 2022 in the city's Tenderloin District, raising concerns about placing them in dangerous scenarios without adequate training. Huh. Did I mention that just a little bit ago? I did. Yeah, that's because it's a thing, right? Street Roots, a weekly alternative newspaper that covers homeless issues, is reported on a lawsuit which alleges Urban Alchemy has deployed hundreds of inadequately trained, reformed, long-term felons in public spaces to assume certain government functions traditionally performed by professionally trained law enforcement personnel. That's exactly what's going on, right? You're taking people, you're, you're trying to fit a round peg in a square hole or square peg in a round hole, however you want. The round peg can get in the square hole. The square peg cannot get in the round hole. That's, that's, that's what we got going on. City Watch, a news and information website and newsletter, has described Urban Alchemy as an agency with questionable claims to success and an unproven business strategy. Uh-oh. I don't like the sounds of that. That sounds like trouble. You've already got a super volatile situation in Portland, right? You got public safety issues. Same thing here in Seattle. You know, I think there is an argument to be made that Portland's getting dumped on more than it should. Now, Portland doesn't have a great look. Some of the best videos I see out there are from Portland. They're not from San Francisco. They're from Portland. Just the crazy backwards stuff that's going on is coming out of Portland. All right. Keep Portland where yep, you're doing it. You're working on that. But Seattle's got its own issues as well. We're going to have a record-breaking murder count this year. Murder. We've only got four months to go and we're about tied with the record set in 1994. We're going to crush that record. That's not necessarily good. But I think the difference between Portland and Seattle is Seattle has cleaned up a number of its areas that have been highly troubled. Now, all that means is that they push that, that, that influence to somewhere else in the city. It's not, it's not that the city is all better. It's just that it looks better. And that's optics. And there's a lot to be said for that. That's how we had the all-star game. We cleaned up the turd. 
That's how we had Taylor Swift. We cleaned up the turd. We had all these events going on and we don't have enough cops to support those events, but we made it work. Our mayor here, Mayor Harrell, he's been running ham on cleaning out the encampments. I mean, he's just been going, going, going. And does that, you know, are all those folks in treatment right now getting off the hooch? No, they're not. They just got moved around from encampment to encampment. They got moved away from, you know, where the Mariners play. You know, T-Mobile Stadium. They got moved away from there enough where visitors, you know, millions of visitors coming to Seattle, coming to watch some baseball, didn't see him or didn't impact him. You didn't see the dead body in the tent, a couple of, you know, literally steps away from the stadium where the All-Star game was played. Guy that had died, died in his tent, probable drug overdose. Didn't see all that because we swept it up. We cleaned it up, right? Optics. So I think Seattle's got some, you look at the crime statistics and murder rate, you look at some of the other stuff going on. I am very aware of it because it's starting to seep over here to the east side where I live, getting more people and more tents over here. It's annoying. The reasons for hiring such a controversial organization run the gamut of possibilities from being too lazy to check prior performance to desperation to hire anyone as a sign of taking bold action. And I believe that last statement is what we've got going on. Desperation by Mayor Ted. I don't blame him. You know, at one moment during chat, during the chop jazz period in uh, downtown Portland, he was, you know, buddy, buddy with Antifa, buddy, buddy with Black Lives Matter. That didn't work out because they turned on him and basically ran him out of his condo. I mean, <laughs> And now you've got this situation where nobody wants to be a cop, not not only in Portland, but in Seattle. We have more murders in Seattle than we do cop hires in 2023. Just did that podcast. I mean, things are going great in Seattle. I mean, well, got some Asian hate crime going on here, too. That's off the charts. I mean, it's off. It's a going. You see those stories and those stories get buried in the, uh, buried in the media because nobody wants to take a shot at them because then you'd have to really address, well, who is doing this criminal activity towards the Asian community? Mm, yeah. Optics. Not good there, right? Yeah. Don't report on that. Ah, that doesn't, I, that's not good. We, we can't have it. You can't get that storyline out there based on past experience. Portland's creed. That's Portland's credo. Is a desperation to hire anyone is a sign of taking bold action. Do something, anything to make it appear like the city is taking bold action. Taking not not even I I would argue I would argue not even bold action, any kind of action. That's what the citizens of Portland are looking for. You got to remember, citizens of Portland are the ones that a lot of times brought this on themselves. So you defunded your police, you crapped on policing, you decriminalized drugs, and even the whole decriminalizing drugs thing. Now you've got city officials in Portland going to Portugal to figure out what went wrong with our Measure 110, where you're supposed to help people get into drug treatment. You know, we're going to decriminalize this. You're going to have a hotline. You're going to have a hotline for addicts to call. Have you ever worked with an addict trying to get them off drugs? 
Yeah, it is a very, very difficult process to get them into treatment. Even if they've got stellar insurance and they're ready to go, getting somebody into treatment is tough because you got to get them to that point where they're going to want to go because you can't involuntarily put anybody anywhere in 2023. Not happening. So dealing with drug addicts, that's a lot of what you got going on. So now you're going to have probably former drug addicts and probably some, you know, folks that have come out of prison, come out of jail, come out of wherever, you know, they've got stuff going on in their lives. Those, those, those things don't necessarily go away. I'm not saying all of them. Should people have the ability to get a job after getting out of prison? Yes, they should. I am not convinced this is the job for them that is most suited, not only for them, to be put in a position of power over people, you know, that are on drugs or the residents of Portland. I'm not sure this is the best fit. I'm going to say this is not going to be a good fit. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, you know, it's not you. It's me. It's not you. It's me. That whole fit thing is, it's just, it, it, it's, it, it's going to go wildly sideways, but you know, we're going to be able to watch it and say, hey, we talked about that. God, that was just a train wreck of an idea. But we called it, and it's happening. And um, pass the popcorn. See how this goes. All right. Thanks so much for being here. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Hit the like button for this video. Check out our Reasonable Plus, our Discord channel. Got all kinds of stuff on there. Thanks again for being part of the Reasonable News for Reasonable People. I'll catch up with you in the next one. Bye for now. 